Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode, episode number 33, where we're going to be talking about why snacking is actually pretty dangerous for you. What if everything you know about weight loss and overall health was purchased just to sell a product? What if your health was sacrificed just to increase profit margins? And what can you do to become more aware and question all the greedy motives that are putting your life and your loved ones at risk? Welcome to our podcast, Health Over Greed, with your host, Tyler Clark. The answers to these questions start in three, two, one. Okay, I get it. No matter where you're driving, no matter what you're doing, there is a convenience store at every single corner. And it is loaded with treats, snacks, drinks, you name it. Even if you go to the grocery store, like a Walmart or a Winco, there is candy and snacks all in front of you with the perfect placement so you can just grab and go. Everything is created around convenience because convenience is number one for all of us since we live such busy lives. But what if I told you that snacking is making you fat? Yeah, let me repeat that. Snacking is making you fat. It's the truth. But the health industry doesn't want you to know that. They came up with the perfect slogan. Eat every two to three hours as this is going to speed up your metabolism. So when you're snacking every two to three hours and you're hungry, you're like, oh, my metabolism's going so fast. I'm hungry. That means it's burning through all this stuff. No, it's not. That's inaccurate information. It's garbage. It's complete and utter bullshit. All right, guys, and before we move on, I just want to tell you a little bit about my supplement called Fastified. Now, this thing will be perfect for you, especially if you snack. How about you just take this instead? We have finally done it. We have cracked the code. The first formula to hit the market that is geared towards your health. All natural ingredients with nothing hidden that will sacrifice your health. Are you looking for a pre-workout that won't break your fast, that's safe for a ketogenic diet, or just one that simply uses natural ingredients? Well, Fastified has arrived. Even if you just need a pick-me-up or a morning jolt and you hate the taste of black coffee, Fastified was created just for you. I hated not knowing what dangerous ingredients were in my supplements and I needed one that wouldn't break my fast and was keto-friendly and that's the very moment Fastified was born. We have a limited stock due to pre-orders, so don't waste time and pick yours up today. The link is in the description below. We will take you to a page that breaks down Fastified piece by piece and explain why you need to be using it as of yesterday. So pick yours up today. Snacking isn't good for you. And we've gotten lost into this. And I always go back to the 60s, but take it back to the 60s. 60 years ago, about 58 years ago, if you went back to that generation, to our grandparents, well, I'm kind of old, so I would say to my grandparents or my great-grandparents back then, right? No, my grandparents. <laughs> anyway, in the 50s, if you asked them if you could snack, they would scream and yell at you. You only ate three meals a day back then. You didn't get a snack. Snacking was not okay. Why is that? Well, if you go back then, please tell me where you can find obesity or fat people in the 50s. Because it was rare compared to today. Now, you can walk out your door 
and you'll see it. It's most likely you. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying this is the generation that we are in. Uh, I mean, when 73% of America is either fat or obese, there has to be a foundation around why it's happening. And on today's episode, I'm going to just talk about snacking. Because snacking is exactly what is triggering this. Now, let's start off with all the skinny people that think snacking is the most amazing thing on earth because that's how you lose weight. Eat every two to three hours, eat six meals a day. But these people are restricting their calories. And then they're snacking, thinking their, their metabolism's firing up. But little do they know, they're actually breaking their metabolism. And they are actually starving. Who would have thought that if you take a person like me and then take one of those people and put them side by side with me, let them snack every two to three hours, eat six times a day, and I'm only going to eat one meal a day and I'm not going to eat for 23 hours, my metabolism will be fully healthy and functioning well while theirs will be breaking. Who would have known? That even sounds crazy because we've been taught completely different. But what are the motives behind mainstream's teaching or the health industry who are just trying to sell you the next protein bar or the next chips and all that good stuff? All right, I'm kind of getting off topic and I'm going into bodybuilding stuff. But what I really want to tell you is about snacking. Now, why is snacking bad? That is something we really have to break down. And it's pretty easy when you understand the hormones surrounding it. So today, we're really going to talk about insulin. I want you to understand insulin and look at it in a completely different light. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, all my life when I was growing up, anytime somebody mentioned insulin, I just thought about diabetics. You know, the kind that always got to prick themselves every day and inject insulin into themselves because they can't produce it. I just thought insulin was just a diabetic thing. It had nothing to do with me or the people around me. Little did I know I was wrong. And that's when you kind of have the aha moment. Wow, this hormone is super important. Insulin is crazy important. Now, I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible so you can understand. So our bodies are homeostasis, right? That means balance. Homeostasis means balanced. Everything in your body needs to be balanced to be working at optimal levels. So your blood sugars need to be balanced at all times. If your blood sugars get too low, you can die. It's dangerous. If your blood sugars get too high, you can die. It's dangerous. So on the scale, you have to be balanced, and that's where the body needs to be. So there's two hormones. Insulin is the one we're going to be talking today. And then there's its opposite partner, because don't they say like when you get married, opposites attract or whatever the case may be. <laughs> anyway, so think about it as its partner. You have insulin and you have glucagon. Insulin, when your blood sugars go up, bring your blood sugars down to balance. When your blood sugars go too far down, glucagon brings it up back to balance. It's a partnership to bring it back to balance. So how do your blood sugars go up? Well, there's a ton of different ways it can be going up. There's so many different foods out there that we eat that it just depends on what is spiking your blood sugar levels. I mean, you can answer this question for yourself. What are the kinds of foods that would spike your blood sugar? 
candy, sugars, highly refined carbohydrates, those things right off the bat will spike your blood sugar levels. And then insulin is released by your pancreas. Pancreas releases insulin to bring those blood sugars back down. Now, the higher the spike, the longer it's going to take insulin to bring them back down. But if you're eating a well-balanced diet that didn't spike your insulin as much, it would come down a lot faster. Now, the longer you go without eating, the farther your blood sugar levels drop and glucagon comes up. Now, when you're in a state where glucagon is coming out, it uses your stored body fat for energy. But when you're in a state where insulin is working to bring blood sugars back down, you are gaining weight. It's storing fat. So you have a zone where you're storing fat and you have a zone where you're burning fat. Now, what does this have to do with snacking? It has everything to do with snacking. So stick with me as I go over one more point. Now you have insulin resistance. So think about it, as I've said in podcasts before, if you try alcohol for the very first time and you drink every day for a year, you're going to need more alcohol after a year than you would the first day because your body becomes resistant. Just like if you go to the doctor, he prescribes you a medication. Maybe it's a medication that's lifelong. After a while, they have to prescribe you higher dosages because you become resistant. It doesn't matter what analogy or what instance you bring up, your body becomes resistant. That's just what happens. It's the same thing with caffeine. Maybe one month you can only stick to half a scoop of, let's say, my pre-workout. But then after another month, you have to take one scoop because your body is becoming resistant. This is why a lot of times people have to take breaks. They got to let the resistance come back down so they get the same effects as they did when they first started. So insulin resistance is everything. Because when you are in an insulin dominant state, when you have so much insulin coming in to bring down those sugar levels, your body becomes to start being resistant to insulin, just like it would anything else. But this time, it's actually dangerous because your blood sugars will keep going up and up and up and up and up, and then insulin will be trying to bring it down, but it can't. It just can't. It's trying, but it can't. It slows it down, but it's not stopping it because it's becoming resistant. And over time, as you keep doing this, there'll be a day it just can't stop it anymore. And that's when the doctor steps in and gives you medication. And guess what the medication is? It's more insulin. So it's a dangerous cycle. And you don't want to do that. I've talked about that on past episodes before, but today I want to talk about why the snacking has everything to do with everything that I just talked about. I want you to think about this. I'm going to talk about two different types of people, okay? And the first person I'm going to talk about is somebody I just talked about on this, right? Somebody who eats two to three times a day and eats six meals a day. Imagine what's happening. So when they wake up in the morning and they have breakfast, all of a sudden, their blood sugar levels spike. Insulin is released to bring down the blood sugar levels. And now, two hours later, they eat again. Same process happens. And now remember, you cannot burn fat. It's impossible to burn fat if you have insulin in your body. 
So two to three hours later, they do the same process again. Two to three hours later, again. Now repeat this six times. This is six different times they have been elevating their blood sugar levels and making their body work overtime to produce insulin to bring those blood sugar levels down and they've been storing fat. Now some of these people will probably come after me and say, that's not true. How am I looking so shredded? Well, that's easy. They restrict their calories enough to where their body actually can burn fat in the short term. But then look at those people later. They rebound all their weight and they call it winter weight. No, it's because their body brought them back to their body set weight because they were starving themselves all the way down to that weight. All right, now let's go to person number two. A person number two is just a person who's a hardworking person, works a full-time job, maybe even two jobs, has to provide for their family, needs to put food on the table, and needs to survive, right? Now let's say for their entire life though, They've been eating one way. You know, they eat breakfast, they eat lunch, they eat dinner, but then they're snacking all day long. They go into work, they hit the gas station maybe. I remember that I used to hit the gas stations all the time when I was a car salesman. Now let's say this person's hitting the gas station, he's grabbing snacks. You can go from sunflower seeds to bungles. Remember the bungles? I think they got the, the, like the cheese ones that I liked a lot. They have Chex Mix. They have... Chips, they have all sorts of things that you could just snack on. Now they're snacking on that. Well, they get off work. Maybe they have a beer and then they're snacking throughout the night. Maybe they go to bed, they wake up and they snack some more. There's a problem with this though. Person number two is not understanding one thing. Every time you snack, your blood sugar rises. And so insulin is released to bring down those blood sugars. And if this person has been snacking all of their life, then they probably are becoming insulin resistant. If person number two is insulin resistant, all they have to do is take their blood sugar test. Just take your blood sugar test. If you take the test and you are not in the normal ranges, then this is you. And you need to stop snacking right away. Because what's happening when you snack is just like we just talked before. Blood sugar levels go up, insulin is released. And what happens when your insulin is released? You can't burn fat, you are storing fat. So every time you're eating, you are storing fat. So every time you're snacking, you are storing fat. Think about that. And then every time you're snacking, you're becoming more and more and more and more insulin resistant. Think about it. So you might not think snacking is very bad, but it is actually super dangerous for you, especially if you get to the point where you're insulin resistant. Because then all you're doing is spiking your blood sugars all the time. All the time. And hey, I get it. I get it. Snacking is amazing, right? You love it. You got to have the sugars. You got to have the sweets. But there is a reason why you want to do it so much. And you may hate me for this. But it's because you are an addict. Okay, maybe you're not a drug addict. Maybe you're not an alcoholic but you are a sugar addict. You're a snacking addict. Any way you want to put it, your brain is getting dopamine responses from these snacks. What's dopamine? It's a happy hormone. Why do cocaine addicts have a hard time breaking away? Well, it's because their reward center is so triggered 
that they gotta have that feeling. They crave it. They have to have it. And then they gotta have more and more and more because even dopamine has resistance. You can even, your okay, so dopamine is a hormone, right? It's your happy hormone. I just said that. But you can even become resistant of your happy hormone. So you need more to get more happiness. This is the same thing when it comes to snacking and sugar. But sugar is actually more addicting than cocaine. And I will prove that to you with true science. I'm just telling you, if you take it from that point of view, you are now an addict. That's why you have to snack so much. If you're not snacking, you'll probably find yourself even maybe scratching or shaking, having withdrawals. You're an addict. And what do addicts need to do? They need to go to rehab. But unfortunately, in the world today, we don't have anything called a sugar or snack rehab. No, we only have that for true addicts, right? like alcoholism and drug addiction and all that. I'm sorry, but for me, there should be a third, and that is sugar addicts, because the entire world is an addict. It's way worse than the other two. So how do you do this if there's nobody out there to help you? Well, first, you gotta take self-responsibility and say, I'm an addict and I need to stop snacking. Great, if you're somebody that's healthy, and you're skinny, and you're lean, and like you just love to snack, all right, you can do it for so much long as you're, you don't get to this stage, but this is really for the people who, who can't do it anymore, who are actually overweight, who are obese, who may be a pre-diabetic and not know it, maybe even be a diabetic and don't even know it. This is for you. You have to stop. You have to stop snacking. And now you know the reason why snacking is so bad, because it's against you. Just think about this. Every time you go pick up, you try to go pick up the, the Butterfinger or the Snickers. When you take a bite, your blood sugars raise, insulin's released, you're gaining weight. So you've got to find a way to stop yourself from doing it. And I know for some, it's going to be super hard. I, I get it. This is the time in your life you have to do it. It's not doing you any favors and it's not helping you out. Okay, Tyler, what am I supposed to do then? If, I'm, if I can't snack and have my goodies and my treats, what am I supposed to do? You need to pick up my books because Fasting Secrets is gonna tell you everything you need to do when it comes to fasting and how you can put yourself in a state where you're actually burning body fat instead of raising blood sugar levels. You'll actually be burning your own body fat while lowering blood sugar levels. And then you can be best friends with glucagon, who is a much cooler person than insulin is, by the way. And then I have Keto Secrets in there. Keto Secrets is amazing because a ketogenic diet will put your blood sugar levels back to a normal state. For example, right now, okay, I'm just going to give you a little breakdown. I'm running a group right now. We're two weeks in of a 60-day weight loss challenge, and I have 10 of us. I eat only once a day. I fast for 23 hours a day, and I eat ketogenic-style diet. Now, when I check my blood sugar levels every morning, it's amazing because I am hovering around 75, 77, which is amazing when you're in a ketogenic diet. Then when I eat, I hit about 100, and that's it. 
And then I go back down and start burning fat again. And if you don't believe me, I am now down 19 pounds. 19 pounds in two weeks. Real body fat's coming off. I have more energy than ever before. I feel amazing. And I don't snack. And I'm super focused. I haven't eaten right now for 18 hours. And I'm doing this podcast. With so much energy, it's insane. And honestly, this is actually my third one today. I've been, I've been creating them this morning and editing them and going on to the next one. And you know I do it all off the cuff, all for you guys so I don't sound like this robot trying to read facts to you. I want to make this as simple as possible and talk to you from the heart for me. But I am starting to realize this is a pretty long episode so far. But I would grab those books. The other one is Weight Loss Secrets and it ties everything together and it will help you out. You actually be able to lower your blood sugar levels. It'll help you stop snacking. The best part about a ketogenic diet is you won't have the cravings. You got to give it a couple weeks, three weeks, and it will break those cravings, which is amazing. And then you won't have to be snacking. You won't even, you won't even remember why you were doing that stuff. The problem right now is your brain is addicted and you got to break the addiction. That's how you're going to get away from snacking. The number one rule is you got to start and then you got to be consistent. And then once you do those things, you won't be doing it anymore. Great. If you want to start snacking down the road again, cool. But right now you got to make a change. It's the entire reason you're listening to this is because you need to make a change or you know a friend, a family one, or a loved one who needs to make a change and you want to know how to tell them to do so. Or you need to share this with them so they can listen to it. And maybe that person is actually listening now. It's time to make a change. You don't have time. You can't just start. I'll start tomorrow and then a year goes by. It's going to be way worse. So this is what I'm telling you. You need to stop snacking. You need to stop snacking as of yesterday. It's not doing you any favors. And I know you love it, but you got to stop. Okay, I'm done ranting. I hope that helps you out a little bit. I hope that it's simple enough that you can understand why you need to cut it out, why you need to stop snacking, why it's not doing our generation any favors, why we're actually so fat obese and have all these different types of diseases happening to us. It's because we just love snacking and eating all the dang time. It's not good. So, all right, guys, I will talk to you tomorrow. Once again, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review as we'll be dropping a new episode every day to help you on your journey to losing weight, becoming healthier, or even help save the lives of your loved ones. It's time to question everything we believed and show the world I am more than just a statistic. And if you want to know more about our host, Tyler Clark, visit www.officialtylerclark.com.